this is the the biggest kept secret in the world and it's hiding in plain sight and there's only a handful of us uh, in the medical community that can see it because there's only a handful of us that are actually practicing primary care medicine which is not pharmaceutical based in the united states of america believe it or not the only thing that can treat a disease is a drug that's a law if if i discovered that dandelions would cure liver cancer the food and drug administration would make the the growing and the harvesting of dandelions illegal and the only people that could manufacture it into a medicine would be the pharmaceutical industry and then they turn around and sell it to you for five thousand dollars a pill the leading cause of death in the united states is md directed medical therapeutics and the leading cause of bankruptcy in the united states is md directed medical therapeutics because your medical doctor does not practice medicine your medical doctor practices allopathic medicine and allopathic medicine is based on an old-fashioned outdated scientific methodology which is inconsistent with the reality of the human experience quick update on the gobi gas saving tablets before we get into the show they're just starting to send out the tablets and we're getting the first reviews starting to come in and i have two of them that i want to share with you here i have one from eric river stein he says he says i don't typically believe the hype about products but this is pretty substantial i noticed an improvement in performance during the first tank and then dur this during the second tank he got 22.8 average miles per hour on his first one and then after he put in Govi, he got 35.4 miles per hour. That's pretty substantial. And then I have another one from Michelle, and she said, I just realized something. Since using Govi, it's like buying two tanks of gas, and I get one free. I was getting about 325 miles to a tank of gas. My first tank with Govi, I got an additional 133 miles. My second, I got an additional 168 miles. She says that's 300 extra miles with two tanks. That's almost a full tank of gas for free, minus the cost of the tablets. Uh, pretty much this is what I believe everybody's going to start seeing. I am waiting to get reviews from my own listeners, but I am really excited because this is coming in and people really can save some money. If you too want to learn how to save money on gas there is a link below for govi it's it's govi g-o-v-v-i dot com slash go slash help me save and the link is below and if you want to help promote it i encourage you to because we really need to get the word out and help people save money and have extra funds for food and other things as this inflation just keeps skyrocketing okay let's get to the show Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Dr. Peter Glidden coming today, and I'm telling you, he's on fire. And I just sat back. We were going to talk about the bioweapons labs all over the world, and and you know, because in Ukraine they're the source of it. And it came from Japan, and I started that way. And he just was like, he warned me before the show started. He goes, I'm just tired of it. I am just. I'm going to tell people like it is. He went to Italy, didn't have the best time. He says there's a blanket of negativity all over the country and um then we can talk about that later but he he's just glad to be back and he's just frustrated and he i just let him talk it was incredible this is an incredible interview you know i pretty much gave him the floor i said a few things here and there but i think there's a point where a lot of people are just sick of things and he just 
says it like it is. And sometimes when people, I think almost all the time, when people are in that mode, you just kind of get out of the way. He's communicated things so well. This is such a great conversation. Before we get into it, I want to remind you that you can go to controlyourhealth.care to get any of the supplements and that really work that he actually endorses. So if you're interested, I'll just have the link below. And also a reminder, go to my website to sign up for my newsletter because that is how people get my articles and everything else. And I just, I can't tell you how much I appreciate those who share my work because as everyone knows, I'm censored, I'm shadow banned. It is really incredible. And you know, people, I'm not the only one. It's like across the whole place. People are winning. You know, that general attitude is the young people aren't though. They got the young people captured and they're more and more changing, but we really have to um, keep working at this. And it's all about sharing information and not being afraid to talk to your friends and neighbors. And I know it's hard. I know it. I know it firsthand, but we have to do that. So anyways, let's get into this amazing, um, it's half interview, half presentation by Dr. Peter Glidden. Dr. Glidden, thanks for coming back to the program. It's been way too long. Thanks uh, for having me. It has been way too long, but you know, life comes rolling in and what are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. I just said I needed a vacation so bad and I took one last week and I need, I, and people who know me well, were like, Sarah, you you need a vacation. I mean, I was starting to, sh I was starting to shut down and now I have more energy again. So it's good. And now I'm back with you, but, um, I wanted to talk yeah. about bioweapons and we're going to have a deep discussion about that. And we know that the West has, Japan had this bioweapon program during world war II. And when they took down, uh, you know, Japan and Germany, Dr. Mengele was kind of the this, the person they held up as the most evil, but Japan had this really evil bioweapons program. I mean, they were doing things like freezing people to death to see how, what temperature they could live at and, and, you know, doing heat and doing, I mean, they were depriving, they were doing every horrible thing you can imagine. They were doing it to the Chinese citizens, to the Russians, to, you know, the people that are around them. Um, so it wasn't like they, they, you know, it wasn't like they didn't hit white people. We got the Russians are white people. They got the Chinese, they got anybody. They didn't care anybody that wasn't them and on their side. Um, this, it, it was horrible. And then instead of us taking them to task, like they did with the Germans and Mengele, although they didn't take everybody to task, they like hit all this stuff and it went underground and we folded it into our intelligence programs. And that turned into... I mean, that's why they were doing some experiments on the military back then, but it turned into this, all these bioweapon labs you see all over the place, but we're going to get into how it kind of infiltrated into all of medicine, correct? Well, so this is, this is the, the biggest kept secret in the world and it's hiding in plain sight. And there's only a handful of us uh, in the medical community that can see it because there's only a handful of us that are actually practicing primary care medicine, which is not pharmaceutical based. And if you're into the world of pharmacy, yeah, your conventional medical doctor, your training uh, and your uh, licensure 
and the continuing education credit that you have to do. And the whole thing creates a giant amount of cognitive dissonance. And it's virtually impossible for most medical doctors to criticize their own profession. And this is a giant problem. Look, in World War II, it wasn't the homeopaths that were doing uh, gruesome experiments, uh, inhuman experiments on human beings. It wasn't the Ayurvedic practitioners. It wasn't the acupuncturists. It wasn't the naturopathic doctors. It wasn't the homeopathic doctors. It wasn't the botanical medicine physicians. It was the medical doctors. And, and look, this is kind of a big deal. The leading cause of death in the United States is MD-directed medical treatments, the leading cause of death and the leading cause of bankruptcy. And the medical doctors have existed inside of a monopoly since 1912. In 1912, in the United States of America, with the help of the Carnegies and the Rockefellers, the American Medical Association was granted by Congress complete control over who could and who couldn't practice medicine. It was a hostile takeover of the medical market. And it was sold to the Americans like the Patriot Act as, you know, cleaning up the practice of medicine, making it safer for all. It had nothing to do with that. It was, in fact, a hostile takeover, the intention of which was to ensconce medical doctors practicing allopathic medicine using drugs and surgery exclusively and kicking everybody else off of the bus and branding them thereafter as quacks. And that's what's been happening in this country since 1912. So that's 88 years plus 22. That's 104 years this has been going on. And this monopoly is so entrenched, so deep, so broad, and so impactful that nobody even recognizes it as a monopoly anymore. It I is, mean, you, yeah. You, you go, right? Well, yeah. And you I, go to your I, hospital, I the only hand. medicine that's practiced there is MD medicine. The only medicine that your insurance pays for is MD medicine. The only medicine that they do research at your university is MD medicine. And the only medicine you see commercials on TV about is MD medicine. And in the United States of America, believe it or not, the only thing that can treat a disease is a drug. That's a law. If, if I discovered that dandelions would cure liver cancer, the Food and Drug Administration would make the, the growing and the harvesting of dandelions illegal. And the only people that could manufacture it into a medicine would be the pharmaceutical industry. And then they'd turn around and sell it to you for $5,000 a pill. And this is the best medicine in the world. It's not the best medicine in the world. And when you start rolling this back and looking at the numbers, it's unbefreakingly I agree with you. It is incredible. I just had an interview with Judy Mikovits and she's saying the same thing. You're, she's a very brilliant scientist and it doesn't have the, um, the ability to communicate quite. And she says that I go, I, I, she says, I talk like a scientist, but you have the ability to communicate this so well to the people and but there is a cognitive dissonance if you even question doctors you're a bad person and they throw but do you think that this covid nightmare that's still going on where people are dying left and we watch these hospitals be killing fields do you think this is going to wake up enough people so that we could start actually bringing in real treatments no i don't and let me tell you why i don't think it's going to wake up people and I have to take a step back here and, and, and 
put this in perspective because it's an excellent question. Um, but you need perspective in order to be able to figure it out. And when you have the proper perspective, it's super easy to figure it out. But nobody's been educated as to the proper perspective here because of the medical monopoly. So here's the deal. Your, your medical doctor may be the nicest person that God ever created, but your medical doctor doesn't practice medicine. Your medical doctor practices allopathic medicine. And medicine is like dogs. There's a lot of different types of dogs, and they're all good for different things, right? I mean, if you go duck hunting with a chihuahua, you're going to come back empty-handed. It's the wrong dog for the hunt. Allopathic medicine is fantastic for military field medicine, trauma care, surgery when it's necessary, complications of childbirth, and dental work. And that's it. And allopathic medicine is based on reductionism. Um, it's Newtonian physics, and reductionism argues if it can't be measured, it doesn't exist. So since nobody's dissected the soul or the spirit or the vital force out of the human body, it doesn't exist. So to the medical doctor, the body is a bag of biochemicals waiting to break. And when something does break, it's not the medical doctor's job to cure it. It's the medical doctor's job to manage it with pharmaceuticals and surgery. So your arthritis is never cured. It's managed with pain medicine until you get addicted to it and then you die like prince. Or you need one, two, three, four different knee replacement surgeries. Well, that's good medicine. Your heartburn is never cured. It's managed. Your blood pressure is never cured. It's managed. Your depression is never cured. It's managed. Don't even get me started on chemotherapy. The conventional allopathic medical model does not cure disease. It's not healthcare. It's disease management. And look, you know, we got to keep it all in perspective. So, I mean, thank God for insulin, I guess, and lidocaine. I mean, every time I'm in the dentist chair, right? I thank God for lidocaine. But when you use allopathic therapeutics based on reductionistic medicine that doesn't attempt to cure things, you get horrible, and I mean horrible results. And so let me walk you through some of the numbers. Since the year 2000, in the United States of America, 22,529,708 people have died from chemotherapy. 17,661,849 people have died from iatrogenic causes, which is medical error and medical treatment causes. Hospital errors, 9 million, almost 10 million. Drug-resistant tuberculosis, for goodness sakes, 4,700,000. Bed sores. You kidding me? Bed sores. 2,590,000. Hospital malnutrition. 2,451,000. Adverse drug reactions. 2,388,149. The list goes on and on and on. The leading cause of death in the United States is MD-directed medical therapeutics. And the leading cause of bankruptcy in the United States is MD-directed medical therapeutics because your medical doctor does not practice medicine. Your medical doctor practices allopathic medicine, and allopathic medicine is based on an old-fashioned, outdated scientific methodology, which is inconsistent with the reality of the human experience. We are spiritual beings. The, there is a vital force which inhabits the human body, which is running the show. The human body wants to fix itself. It's trying to fix itself. It, it, it is attempting to fix itself all of the time. And it's my profession's job 
and deliver therapeutics that support that. So my, my profession actually attempts to cure the condition. Conventional medical doctors don't. And this is the biggest kept secret in the world, quite frankly. And people are so socialized to believe that their medical doctor knows what's best for them. Even when their medical doctors kill their relatives, even when they bankrupt them, no, everybody gives them a pass. And you know, this, this abject genuflection at the altar of the Food and Drug Administration uh, uh, and all things having to do with COVID is a perfect example um, of this socialization. And you know, if, if, if the unbelievable failures of conventional medicine with cancer, and, and I don't even get me, I mean, let's look at Alzheimer's, for goodness sakes. Alzheimer's, uh, facts and figures, Alzheimer's right now in 2020, approximately in the United States, 5.8 million people have Alzheimer's. It's by 2050, it's projected to be 14 million people, 14 million people. Autism, you ready for the autism statistics? Oh, it's it's, I know. it's, it's increased 178% since the year 2000. Now it's one in 44 kids is born autistic. It's terrible. While they are under the care, not of naturopathic physicians, not of homeopathic physicians, not of acupuncturists or Ayurvedic physicians, but while they've been under the care of the medical doctors, kids are, the autism is going through the roof. Alzheimer's is going through the roof. Leading cause of death, MD-directed medical treatments, leading cause of bankruptcy, MD-directed medical treatments, and there's no criticism. There's no million man march on Washington demanding that the Food and Drug Administration be disbanded. As a matter of fact, it's the opposite. Somebody's relative gets cancer while they're under the care of a conventional medical doctor, paying a small fortune every month in medical insurance premiums. While they're under the care of the conventional medical doctor, they get sick. And then the medical doctor doesn't have curative treatments. And the, medical, the, the treatments that the medical doctors offer fail and the person dies. And then the relatives are so socialized that medical doctors are the greatest thing since sliced bread that they'll organize a 5K run and raise $20,000 and give it to the medical profession that failed them in the first place. It's unbelievable. The stuff with coronavirus is not going to change. And, you know, history doesn't repeat itself. It rhymes. If the story is true, not everybody who had the chance to got on board Noah's Ark. It's the same thing here. It is an extremely small percentage of the population that understands what I just said. And it's an even smaller percentage of the population which has the uh, courage to fire their medical doctors, fire their medical doctors, cancel their medical insurance, and look for alternatives. Science-based, clinically verified alternatives, medical alternatives developed and delivered by licensed physicians, by the way, the intention of which is to attempt to cure the condition. It's a very small percentage of people who do that because 100 years of socialization is a really difficult thing to get on the other side of. It's a shit show from top to bottom. I don't think coronavirus is going to change anything. As a matter of fact, I think it's going to make it 10 times worse. Well, you are on fire, so I did not want to interrupt you. 
That is excellent speech. And I am just going to let you take the floor today. But I got to tell you that you helped me with my heartburn. I was to the point where I'm going to go get surgery or something to deal with it. And all I had to do was take vitamins that actually freaking worked. And you know why I know it was that? Because they got on back order. I didn't have them for like three or a month or something. And because um, they went away, I was taking them, I went away, I felt a lot better. And then I didn't have them because they went on back order. And I'm like, crap, it came back. I'm like, I, and then once, and then I got them back again because they were, I, now I make sure I stock up. And just having my vitamin, the right minerals and vitamins, I, it goes away because like you told, you taught me that the true uh, source of heartburn is calcium and salt. Lack of those two, I probably didn't have enough calcium. And so I'm, I didn't know, you know, I thought I was getting enough. It's just, I didn't have the proper stuff. So it, it's that basic, isn't it? Well, nobody knows. And this is the thing, you know, not, I mean, let's be honest. I'm a, I'm a naturopathic physician. In order for me to practice as a naturopath, here's what I had to do. Four years of pre-med, just like a, you know, four years of pre-med, the same pre-med that medical doctors take four years of naturopathic medical school, where, by the way, we have more hours of education in anatomy and physiology, pathology of disease and diagnosis than medical doctors do. It's a four-year medical program and fully accredited by the United States Department of Education, naturopathic medical schools. Uh, then you have to graduate. Then you have to pass national boards. Then you have to pass state boards. Then you have to get a license to practice medicine. Then you have to do 25 hours of continuing education credit every year, full-blown primary care medicine. But most people in the United States don't even know how to pronounce naturopathy, let alone know what naturopathic medicine can do. And let's be honest, most people think unconsciously that if you're not a medical doctor, you're a back of the bus quack with substandard training. And maybe you should have just stayed in the sixties with Birkenstocks and long hair and hippie beads for goodness sake. <laughs> That's what most people think about it. So it's they not do. your they fault. Think, they think you of the just Amish. No. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> they do. Okay. Well, there's whole schools. There's whole, um, you know, education systems around this. So there are people who understand this. They, they started these schools. Now, what is the consensus of that industry? I would think that they're pulling the hair, hair out or are they so beaten down that they just work within the system? Well, it's going to make me cry to tell you about this. Um, I really don't think people understand the depth and the breadth of the control of the medical industry and the educational industry that the pharmaceutical industry has. I don't think people have any understanding of that, maybe a little bit, but the pharmaceutical industry runs the world for goodness sakes. And in over the last, um, I'm gonna say 18 years, that industry has slowly percolated into the education of the naturopathic physician. And so now, regretfully, heartbreakingly, at the naturopathic medical schools, they're not teaching naturopathic medicine. They're teaching, they're teaching something which I refer to pejoratively as green allopathic medicine. 
So they're teaching naturopathic doctors how to use pharmaceuticals first and then use naturopathic therapeutics to clean up the mess the pharmaceuticals make so you can get on the other side of the illness faster. It's a, it's a complete bastardization of naturopathic medicine. And it is so bad that an organization has sprung up spontaneously to attempt to fix it. And I'm a board member of the organization. It's called the Naturopathic Medicine Institute. And the Naturopathic Medicine Institute, it's a 501c3 nonprofit. Our charter is to teach naturopathic doctors who have just graduated from naturopathic medical school, the naturopathic therapeutics that they were not taught in naturopathic medical school in a desperate attempt to keep the flame of vitalistic naturopathic medicine alive because it is being assaulted. It is being eaten away from the inside out in its pharmaceutical industry that's at the heart of it. And I'm telling you, Sarah, we, I mean, you know, Alex Jones has it right to a certain extent. It's a prison planet, for goodness sakes. We think that we're free, but we don't really, we don't have medical freedom. We I don't. mean, and, and there's no, and there's no parity here. Because well, a medical we don't doctor, have, we don't have a free medical speech. doctor with no training in medical nutrition has no problem telling their patient, oh, don't take your vitamins, they don't work. Just two weeks ago, I had a patient, one of his complaints was high blood pressure. I told him what to do for high blood pressure using vitamins and botanical medicines and diet. He told his medical doctor, the medical doctor said, oh, that's not going to work. Vitamins can't fix high blood pressure. That guy's crazy. Two weeks later, his blood pressure is normal. What did the doctor say? Doctor said, I don't want to know. Just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> he said that. I've heard doctors, a lot of doctors say that. You know, they'll tell Just you on the going. one hand, the vitamins don't work. And then they'll tell you on the other hand, you have to stop vitamin E two weeks before surgery because it'll thin your blood too much. It's a crap show. And there's no, there are no consequences. There's no consequences. I mean, for goodness sakes, the leading cause of death. Robin Williams, the perfect example. You know how many people died from antidepressants since the year 2000? Let me bring up the number for you. The number of people that have died from antidepressants since 2000 is 940,000, approximately 940,000 people have died from the side effects of antidepressants, which by the way, are suicide. So Robin Williams, doctor increases his uh, antidepressant and a couple of weeks later, Robin Williams commits suicide. A known side effect of the drug is suicidal ideation, but the doctor in the pharmaceutical industry gets a pass and nobody talks about it in the mainstream. Rob, Rob Schneider, who was a good friend of Robin Williams, talked about it, but he got blacklisted because of it. And can you imagine, and, and nothing happens, there's no consequences. Can you, can you imagine what would happen if one chiropractor, one naturopathic doctor, one homeopathic physician anywhere in the world gave one patient one medicine and they committed suicide as a side effect of it? Can you imagine what would happen? That's We'd be pilloried in the town square. Oh, those quacks. But when yeah. medical doctors do it, they get a pass. And it's bad, Sarah. It's not going to get any better. I mean, I, Pfizer, in the first two years of, of COVID, made something like $90 million, I think, or was it billion? billion? It's, bill it's in the billions. It's not $90 million. billion. And they're using that money now 
in direct-to-consumer advertising. And censorship. You're being censored. I'm being censored. We can't, doctors can't talk. Scientists can't talk. It's, and they can straight face say it's because for your health, we're going to censor these people. Yeah. So we need, the only thing that's going to change this, you know, is if there's a, an armed revolution where people rise up. I, I honestly think that's- You don't think the Gandhi approach will work? No, the Gandhi approach is a ridiculous approach. You think so? Why yeah. do you think that? Do you think that was propaganda too? Yeah, I don't think the I don't think the the Gandhi approach. It might have had a little bit to do with why the the English left India, but that ship was sinking anyway. And you know, Gandhi kind of came along like the polio vaccine at the at the at the tail end of the polio epidemic, and all the dominoes fell into place. And I don't think it had anything to do with it. And if you look at Tibet, if you ever want to have an eye-opening moment, watch Brad Pitt's movie, Seven Years in Tibet. Mm -hmm. You know, the Tibetans, it's a Buddhist culture. And of all of the religions in the world, the Buddhists are amongst the most passive. They're, they're extremely pacifist and peaceful and, you know, no, no military action whatsoever. And it was because of that uh, 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 social stance that they took that the Chinese were able to invade the country. And when the Chinese invaded Tibet, they completely obliterated Tibetan Buddhism um, and nonviolence failed. Now, you know, I mean, I'm not, don't get me wrong here. We're, we're, I'm, we're right on the razor's edge. Well, do you and think that- People it, it, of the NSA showing up at my house tomorrow morning say, hey, you're advocating for violence. Well, that's what they'll say. But but let's say this. OK, they they advocate for violence. They're they're um, offensive with their military violence. We're saying that you need to have a very strong defensive military so that we can have peace and prosperity. Very strong defense. But you don't go and do offensive military action. Right. And that's what they're doing all over the world and to us. And so the only way that we can deal with this is a strong defense. And we're advocating a defense. Well, okay. I mean, we, we need to take action in some way, shape or form. And what I'm advocating for, what I've dedicated the last 10 years of my life to is education. Because, you know, look, when, when people are sick, they're scared and rightly so. And they don't, and then, you know, the only thing their insurance pays for is allopathic medicine. So they go visit an allopathic doctor and they're immediately intimidated by all the people in the white coats and the stethoscopes. That's on the perfect. Neck. Or that, that's on purpose. hundred mm -hmm. percent. And the million dollars of technological equipment, the medical doctor could tell somebody to jump off the roof of the hospital and they'd do it. But people don't know that there are alternatives. They don't. And so that's what I've dedicated the last 10 years of my life to on my website. I have a massive amount of self-help health recovery information. It's by subscription. So if you've got heartburn, you've got arthritis, you've got whatever that, and you finally come to the end of your rope, you've had a breakthrough moment and see the conventional medicine is the wrong dog for this hunt then my website will provide you with the first steps, first steps that you should take in order to attempt to get on the other side of your illness with medical therapeutics that actually attempt to cure the condition. Um, it's a wonderful resource and, and there's a link to it 
on your website. I encourage everybody to go and check it out because like what happened with you and your heartburn, you had no idea what to do. And it, I, it was, I was ready to go get surgery. I honestly was looking up was surgery the, options. Heartburn is one of the easiest things in the world to fix. Mm -hmm. Heartburn is not caused by too much stomach acid. It's caused by not enough stomach acid. And I explain all of these things on my website. And one of the things that I do, and I'm going to pat myself on the back here, I'm pretty good at being able to explain what seem like complicated medical subjects to people. And this is another thing that happened. When they took over the practice of medicine in 1912, the American Medical Association, they also instituted something called a language monopoly. So they started teaching medicine in Latin terms to medical students in order to make it appear complicated and intellectual and outside of the grasp of most common people. The Catholic Church did the same thing with their masses. But so does the, finance. The simple, the simple <laughs> fact does of, the same thing. Keep going. The simple fact of the matter is that it's not complicated. It's not. It's, it's not complicated. You've been fooled. Most understanding how most pathology originates is, I mean, if you're smart enough to pass the driver's license test, you're smart enough to get a handle on what's probably going on with your body and the simple steps necessary to get on the other side of it. Now, this isn't a cure-all, be-all, end-all for all human illness. It's not, but it's a really good idea. It's a really good place to start. And it's like, you know, I'm like uh, opening the door to an undiscovered country um, for people to walk around and slam the, slam the doors and kick the tires and see whether or not it's a good fit for them because most people don't even know that there are in fact alternatives and, and more is the pity. Well, you are on fire. I think you were, we were going to talk about something else and you were just like, I'm just done. I'm going to say what I think. And this is perfect. Cause I think that now I, I, is it just so frustrating at the, I mean, at watching all these people die and you're just like, this is not that big of a deal. You guys just could do this. I mean, I felt like yeah, that so, because you know, I knew what COVID you just don't, nobody should have to die. You know, at the, the medical, um, uh, organization that I'm a, a board member of, the Naturopathic Medicine Institute. We have 250 plus members. And so I think collectively we've had something like 15, 20,000 COVID patients over the last couple of years collectively. And only, I think, the, these numbers may not be accurate, but they're very close. Only three of those people died. And well, you can have people, some deaths, right? They're older, or well, they have the, some the comorbidities. three people that died had bad comorbidities, and they were yeah. going to die anyway. They were in their late eighties, yes. and it was bad. But my my point is that there are therapeutics, which are science based, clinically verified, developed and delivered by licensed physicians, which are extremely effective for helping people to prevent and get on the other side of a viral illness. But these therapeutics were suppressed. And why were they suppressed? Because in order for the Emergency Use Authorization Act to be implemented, which gave the pharmaceutical industry free reign to create an experimental vaccine, the only way that that could happen is if there were no known alternatives. The only way you can have an emergency authorization for an experimental treatment 
is if there are no other treatments that work. So all of the other treatments that worked were suppressed. Yep. yep. And nobody went to jail. There's been no million man march. People die left and right. Athletes are dropping dead on the field now. From the vaccine. From, from the vaccine. And then everybody's but Whatever in that is, it's not a vaccine. But go ahead. It's I think not. now. Now, do you think this is a purpose depopulation agenda? I mean, because it's so bad. It's so yeah. stupid that, I mean, how- There is an not... agenda here. There is an agenda. Yeah. I don't know what it is. That's above my pay grade. Uh, but but I know that it's a non-vaccine vaccine. I know that every time it was tried on animals, this mRNA intervention, that the animals died. Nobody knows what's in the vaccines. Nobody's, and by the way, newsflash, and- and people are really going to think, I hesitate to tell to say this, but nobody has proven yet that SARS-CoV-2 was responsible for any of this. It's never been proven. I think you're it right. It's never I, I, been yeah. proven that the virus is the cause of all. It's never been proven. I think you're, I mean, it could have just been the flu that they just, a regular flu that comes out every year and then they just spun it into whatever they did. It was one big psyop. So, so it's one big psyop. I don't know what the agenda is, but I know what the solution is. The solution is extract yourself from the medical mousetrap today. Extract yourself from conventional medicine today. Stop paying your medical insurance premiums today. Instead of paying medical insurance premiums, take that money and pay yourself every month. Buy gold or silver every month with your medical insurance premiums and put it in the bank. Put it in a safe. Put it in a tin can and bury it in the ground. Accumulate that money over time and you're going to be in a much better position. And educate yourself about alternatives that actually attempt to make you healthy. If you do these two things, you're going to be in a much better position moving forward, much better position moving forward. And you'll have the resources to do some of these other treatments that you're talking about if you need it ever. And 100%. And heaven forbid you're in an automobile accident and you do need emergency medical care, which the, the allopathic doctors are good at most of the time. And by the way, according to, uh, uh, I think it was the Wall Street Journal. Don't quote me on that. It was either the Wall Street Journal or USA Today a number of years ago. Over 50% of emergency room medical doctors are addicted to uh, alcohol, street drugs, yeah. or prescription drugs. Yeah. Over 50%. Because it's so of stressful. Your emergency room. So you're in an automobile accident, heaven forbid. You don't have medical insurance. You make a deal with the hospital. Because or you can gonna, get catastrophic insurance. You can, you can, yeah, skip, I mean, you could do that, but, I but it's not that expensive. Is, it's not that expensive to get catastrophic. You're going to save about 80% of your insurance. And then if you have some kind of accident, you're at least covered. Yeah, or you make a deal with the hospital doesn't want to doesn't the hospital just wants some money. So they're going to make a deal with you and it will it, and you can probably negotiate monthly payments that would be less than your medical insurance payment. 
And these facts go right over most people's head. No, I need my medical insurance. Well, what do you need your medical insurance for? To give you access to the leading cause, the medical system that's the leading cause of death? To give you access to a medical system that doesn't even attempt to cure your condition? To give you access to a medical system that's going to make you addicted to pharmaceuticals? so that you get more dependent on the pharmaceuticals as time goes by. And oh yeah, by the way, in the United States of America, we pay three times as much for the drugs as they do in every other country. Yeah, thank you very much, Congress. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much. It's, it's, it's a crap show. Ridiculous. That's that to, is, I mean, there's so much evil behind this. I don't, I don't have the right words for it because everybody throws out evil. I mean, it's, it's so planned, you know, evil, I guess. Is a, but they're so conniving and then they mentally screw up people to, they get good people to pr promote it. You know, that's the bad. Like, how do you get good people who are well-meaning to follow out your plans? That's what the child trafficking charities do because they take down all the competition for the real, that's why it's flourishing because they take down all the competition for the, 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 the bad guys to run their multi-billion dollar trafficking organization and the well-meaning people do it for them and they don't know. Oh, it's just so incredible. Okay. How do people get hold of you and what, you know, get, learn more about you. And you said it earlier, but say it again. And uh, I just appreciate you coming on the show. This was a great, I mean, you just laid out your heart, which makes it better. So <laughs> I love it. So, I love it. Go so ahead. So we developed a website with you, right? Yep. And the name of it escapes me. Control your I, health care, control your health dot care. Control your health dot care. So just that's what people need to do. Go to control your health dot care and follow the links. You'll be directed to my website. And if you go to my website through the link on Sarah's website, Sarah gets a percentage of everything that you buy. And so everybody wins. So I support Sarah, Sarah supports me, everybody wins because you know, this, it's expensive to, to maintain websites. It's expensive to do podcasts like this. This is not there. They're, we all need to stick together. By the way, also on my website, there's an affiliate program. So if you visit my website and you like what you see and you want to turn all your friends and family members on to it, well, guess what? You'll be paid 40%, 40% through an affiliate program of what all of your friends and family members purchase, the information. I'm selling information on my website, I'm not selling nutritional supplements. I'm selling information on my website and that's a game changer. So check it out. Extract yourself from the medical mousetrap Fire your medical doctor today and rise up into health with me, Dr. Peter Glidden, your steadfast advocate for holistic health. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. This was really great.